0: Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Uh, Good day. Carl Welty here, your host for the podcast series, Being a Successful Leader. We have 26 episodes a week apart, each episode going from 15 minutes to about a half hour. and the 26 episodes are revolve around what I call three imperatives for successful leadership. The first being everything starts with you as a leader. So the first is being a skillful, self-aware leader, skillful, self-aware leader. And then uh you need a sound strategy. You got to figure out just who you guys are all about, uh, where you're going, how you're going to get there and, and then execute that strategy. So the second is, uh, formulating and executing a sound strategy, the second of the three. the third is you need people to rally around that strategy that sound strategy. so you need to build a culture of commitment where people want to they're they're anxious to achieve this uh, strategy. So those are the three: the leader, the sound strategy, and the culture of commitment. Uh, right now we're on the uh, uh, episode uh, about uh, what I call charting a strategic uh, path. We're in the uh, middle of the uh, whole podcast, and we're in the uh, piece about the the imperative about uh, the um, sound strategy. And in that uh, imperative, uh, there are four main segments in building a a sound strategy, setting a direction. Uh, And by the way, uh, you want to visit my website, Wealthy.com, and you're able to revisit or or for the first time go back and look at some of these episodes by – Uh, going over to Leadership Resources, scrolling down to the podcast there, and then click on any past episode you care to visit or to revisit, and it'll pop right up for you, ready to go. Also, while you're there, my books are there, uh, my three books, and the one that we're focusing on now is Building a Sound Strategy book, which is I call um, Making and Fulfilling Your Dreams as a Leader. And in there is my strategic framework model, which we're using to walk you through Building that sound strategy. So check that out. You can order the book right right from the website. It'll take you to whatever vendor you care to use, and just click and it'll take you right to that page. Okay. Uh, so uh, the part here is is uh, episode is about uh, the uh, charting a strategic path. Uh, again, I mentioned four segments to uh, the setting direction. The first is we covered in what I call the situation analysis part. Uh, we had an episode on that, and that's all about getting your bearings. Uh, what's going on out there in our relevant environment, our external relevant environment? You always want to start from the outside in. You don't want to be bureaucratic and start from the inside out. So you need to identify the factors that are relevant to you, you and your leadership team, and then uh, tee up, identify uh, the potential areas of strategic focus. Then you want to look inward and say, to what degree can we address, constructively address, with our current internal capability, these potential strategies. And out of there, there may be a strategy or two for internal improvement. So you pull the two together and then you'll come up with uh, a few. The whole thing about strategy is to is to look at uh, the critical few and to uh, uh, focus, focus, focus. And you'll come up with maybe a half a dozen and up to nine uh, potential areas of strategic focus and then you take those uh, potential areas of strategic focus and you convert them into what i call a interim translatable actionable vision interim translatable actionable vision it's interim because your your vision is not static it's dynamic and especially when you get to your strategies uh you you'd want to perhaps revise your vision here and here and now based upon uh, emerging new realities but the uh it's actionable and translatable because it's derived from those areas of strategic focus that are very specific. And what you did there, we talked about last episode is convert those potential areas of strategic focus into win statements that represent evidences that exist when you're accomplishing your, your future desired state, your vision. And so your, your vision consists of those vision element statements wrapped in a vision statement. Uh, that uh, uh, encompasses or summarizes the vision elements. Okay, the third of four, then, is you you take those vision elements and you convert them into a strategic path and then also into a resultant uh, master plan. The strategic path is just a list of strategies that come out of these vision elements. And we'll describe that in a second how to do that. And then the master plan is sequencing uh, the strategies and, and coming up with accountabilities and, and timelines and that sort of thing. And that'll act as your master blot or your master document for you and your leadership team to monitor and modify as necessary these strategies as you accomplish them. And the final of the four, again, uh, identifying the uh, areas of st- potential strategic focus, turning those into vision elements, taking those vision elements, driving off of them to come up with a, a uh, strategic path, and then a master plan, and then the actions that you and your leadership team will uh, structure to achieve each of the strategies. All right, so those are the four segments. So uh, strategic path, what is that? Strategic path is the critical few initiatives, strategic initiatives that are essential to propel you and your team uh, toward achieving your organizational vision. The critical few strategic initiatives that are essential to propel your organization toward achieving your vision. I mentioned critical few throughout this series, and it's important because as uh, leaders continue to focus, 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 there's all kinds of things you want to do, but the key is to uh, pick out the critical few and concentrate on those. So it's really a strategy formulation is really a narrowing process, going from broad down to specifics, and pretty soon uh, actions. And my friend and valued colleague Ellen McCarthy came up with a nice uh, metaphor of building a custom home, and uh, your vision. Is more like your, your artist rendering of your picture, your sketch of your home. And then you move your strategic path and result in master plan. That's like your set of blueprints that you and the general contractor will use and the subs too, to uh, actually construct your dream. And then the last is actions. That's the actual construction where they're now grading and paving and framing and, and that sort of thing. So think of it that as, uh, as uh, the narrowing process uh, building your your custom home uh, so let's talk about first uh, charting your strategic path and then we'll talk about master plan so what you want to do is to uh, focus on the vision elements you crafted you and your team uh, as part of your vision uh, and then for each of those elements, those statements of outcome those one sentence win statements, um, think of one to three potential strategies for each of those elements and and then the third step then is to uh, if proper synthesize, combine those, uh, potential strategies into, into like, uh, groupings, if you will, that you would want to narrow it down. You may have too many. And the fourth thing is you need to prioritize is to do so. Again, you know, the goal would be to maybe come up with no more than 10 strategies. And so here's my criteria for you in terms of uh, prioritizing, not just for, the uh, narrowing down your potential strategies, but anytime you need to prioritize. I have four c- uh, criteria here. One is importance. Second is urgency. Third is growth. And the uh, fourth is feasibility, importance, urgency, growth, feasibility. And what you could do is just take a, put some paper on the wall or what have you, or just at your desk there and with your team and list the uh, uh, strategies down the vertical column and across the the top and the horizontal column you can uh, uh, list the uh, criteria and it may be on a scale of one to five five being high you can grade each of these so if you need that kind of structure it's a deal simple structure to really get the the team involved in uh, working together and prioritizing and then the fifth thing is you'd want to uh, uh, in your strategic uh, path. And and the strategic path will just be on a piece of paper where you're going to list these strategies. But in addition to that, you may want to uh, uh, look for strategic themes. You may have eight strategies and there may be a couple of themes or three themes. It just makes it uh, neat and tidy for you to work with. So look for strategic themes to group your your strategies on your sheet of paper. Uh, Okay, and then label each strategic theme with just a word or two. Uh okay, I'll use an example here to illustrate that. This is a nonprofit I worked with. And they uh really did a lot of things focusing on family life in the community. And they uh working through the process we're describing came up with uh nine strategies <clears throat> and then were able to group them into three strategic themes. I'll briefly go through those just to illustrate. one one strategic the uh, three were what to do, who to do it for, and how how we do it. In what to do, these were programs and ideas they had, uh, pro, a strategy around programs of interest and value that they create, uh, ideas to, uh, help un- unite families was another strategy. Uh, and the third was making sure that these programs and ideas were financially uh, self-sustaining. And then in the strategic theme of who we do it for, uh, a couple of strategies there. One was around community awareness to build community awareness. And then the other was uh, the idea to really, uh, moving forward with the family concept. And the third and final strategic theme was how we, how we do it. And then they had four strategies there. They had an endowment program they wanted to enrich. Uh, they were working on expanding their facilities, uh, with the uh, workout facilities and pools and, and, uh, and recreational things for, for families. And another strategy was uh, the information flow to enhance that to all the uh, partners, the stakeholders, the staff, customers, donors. And the final one was to uh, work with the staff to continue to encourage and build their staff. Those, Those are eight strategies around three strategic themes as an example for you. Now, it's important that you think of your strategic path as an ongoing strategy creation machine. That, to me, is so vital. Uh, when we talked about identity, the identity I mentioned in my, uh, model of strategic framework, that as I described was timeless. Who you are and what you stand for won't probably change a lot over time. But just the opposite with your, with your setting your direction, especially when you get to your strategy, you want that to be, uh, dynamic. You want it to be a strategy creation machine. So as you accomplish a strategy, celebrate, cross it off your list. Insert another, perhaps again, you can only do so much and maybe eliminates things as you go along or combine things or, um, uh, and as new issues arise, the way to get them into your strategic path. So that's a really, really important ongoing strategy creation machine. We'll talk at a later episode. The importance about uh, when we get to execution, having schedule strategy meetings separate those from your operational meetings and that sort of thing uh these are meetings uh on a monthly basis, quarterly, yearly and you do different things to be more uh robust depending upon uh, the time frame where you really pay attention to your your strategic path and then your your master plan so let's move to from strategic path to master plan so what you do is you have your your list of of strategic uh of strategies perhaps uh, sorted into strategic themes, and then you, you want to turn into a master plan, which will be your main uh focus. This will be a piece of paper or two that you and your leadership team will continue to go back to with your strategic meetings. Invaluable. Think of it as your blueprint, okay, as we talked about earlier. It's your guiding document to implement, monitor, and as necessary, modify your strategies as you move forward. Dynamic process of strategy formulation and execution. So in constructing the uh, master plan, the first thing you do is to arrange your strategies in a logical sequence. Now you have your five, six, whatever, eight strategies. What is the logical set, uh sequence there? Think of again building your your dream house. Uh, you know, what what comes first and what comes second. You may want to really get going with the master bedroom. That's a, a key, I think, for you, but you gotta do the grading first and for the foundations and what have you uh my book as uh in mastering or uh, uh making and fulfilling your dreams as a leader uh mastering sound strategy is there's a tool called interrelations of digraph you may not need this but if you do look it up in the book where you compare uh compared comparisons as you go around comparing each strategy to the to the first the first to the second the second third and which of these strategies is a driver not more important than the other. And which is uh, the result? In other words, when you add it up, you a strategy may a, have three uh, driving components and one r- receiving component. And that may be in sequence more important than, uh, in sequence than one has, uh, is more receiver than a driver. You catch my drift there. Uh, visit that if you need that. Uh, and again, it's not the important so much as a sequencing, which is really key as you develop your, your master plan okay, now the, the, you want to design this little piece of paper called a master plan, and there's I have five columns for your consideration. the first and, and take a piece of paper and use a legal size, and maybe when you first work with it, hang some paper on the wall and as a team uh, use it that way, and then have uh uh perhaps these five columns uh in the legal size uh, uh paper uh in a landscape fashion. Uh, list each strategy in sequential order, okay? And then a the next column would be to assign accountability for each strategy. I call this person your strategy champion. This is a person you're going to look to to really lead, to drive this strategy and be in charge of it as you have your leadership meetings, your strategy meetings, and so forth, to really ride herd on this strategy. So each strategy, a strategy champion, uh accountability, Determine a timeline for each strategy. You can just take a, a bar graph kind of thing and and maybe arrange your your uh, paper into quarters Q1, Q2, and so forth, or months in, in January, February, what have you. Across remember these are strategies that won't take a few weeks. They'll take these are big deals, so it's going to take longer than that. And so you want to stretch your timelines accordingly. And you can have a a planned. Timeline and then an actual where your strategy champion will keep track of that and um, trace just where you're at in terms of uh, the actual versus the plan. Another column would be to have a uh, percentage complete. Your strategy champion, they can say, okay, uh, I think that this is a 40% complete, not just the schedule, but the quality of deliverance of this. So the quality might be a little bit different uh, than the uh, schedule. So it's a, it's a guesstimate, but it gives you, you and your team some idea of where you're at. You also may want to add a couple more columns. One might be um a um, progress indicators. Uh, typically, when I work with teams, we just use traffic lights, green, yellow, red, and uh, just a signal that this is on target, green, or needs a little work, yellow and red. We need to really pull together on this one. We need to do some uh, recovery work, perhaps. And then the last column would be uh, progress notes. Okay, makes a wonderful little easy to follow a blueprint for you and your team. All right, so our next episodes, we're going to talk about uh, action planning, project planning, and uh, it, it's very scalable. It needs to be scalable. One size does not fit all. And so what we'd want to do there is to scale the, uh, the sophistication, the complexity, and so forth of your uh, action plan to the complexity of the, uh, of the strategy you know, to achieve it. And we'll go through uh, that. I have a dynamite little process for you uh, to work through the different uh, elements, if you will, of developing a, an action plan from uh, a little bit more than back of the envelope to a full-blown, uh, very structured uh, project plan. So uh, you want to join me uh, next week uh, for that. In the meantime, uh, I trust this was useful to you. Check out the book. And uh, take care of yourself, and we'll see you next week.